Welcome to the Perspectives with Catherine Toon podcast. So we're going to talk about preparing for your resurrection. Um, today is the first day of spring. And I just want to say hello to my Facebook audience, to my Instagram audience. Um, yay, it's the first day of spring. And um, wow, that is so power packed, right? It's power packed. Um, so we're going to talk about this and we're going to talk about preparing for your resurrection. How many of you, you know, are really tracking with, there are some things that have been dark, uh, that have been heavy, that have been um, hard and burdensome and painful and laden with grief and hopeless and whatever you have. Um, and you know what? Uh, this is not life more abundantly to the full till it overflows, right? And you know, Christ came that we have might have life and abundant life. So you know, God is into the divine exchange, right? Um, uh, he, while we were yet sinners, He came uh, for the ungodly to exchange His life for many. And what is this exchange, right? This exchange is death. Uh, exchange for life is darkness. Exchange for light, um, and and bondage exchange for freedom. And um, that's a heavy duty exchange, right? If, if Jesus overcame death, hell, and the grave, well, what issue do we have in our lives? individually, personally, corporately, globally, is God not involved in to redeem? He's redeeming all things. And some of us, all of us, unless you're like at a different, you know, you've arrived, <laughs> come find me if you have, um, all of us have, uh, are, have suffered are suffering pain points sometimes for years. You know, um, the um, the woman with the issue of blood, I mean, it was like years and years and years um, where she was just bowed over and weighed over, right? And was this, was this something that a daughter of God was supposed to carry? Absolutely not. Well, as a son of God, as a daughter of God, you are not uh, called uh, to carry these things. If Jesus overcame death, hell, and the grave, uh, if he overcame, if he's the light that overcomes darkness, if he is love that never fails, then dang, um, what issue in our lives, whether it's been a sh an issue for a short period of time or an ongoing issue for decades, is God not involved in? And I think sometimes in the pain point of the moment, um, and, and maybe if it's been just a prolonged, like we're just not seeing answers. And so we're slugging through and we're just, you know, we're just suffering, right? We start to grow weary while doing. We start to um, um, uh, feel, um, start hopeless or maybe resigned to something less than God's best. And sometimes what we do is we theologically kind of make excuses for God. You know what I mean? We're like, um, well, blah, 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 blah. And we come up with really crappy theology. Um, that is not a Jesus theology, right? Uh, he is life. He is truth. Uh, he's the way, the truth, and the light. And life. And you know what? Um, there's a way through to experience your personal resurrection. And so this is really, it's interesting. You know, I know this is kind of an Easter thing, but dang, when is it not an Easter thing? When is it not resurrection, light, life, all of that? It's always that. Uh, and so uh, I just really, I didn't want to wait for this message, particularly since it was a fresh message from me. Um, and, uh, you know, there are areas in my life that have just been in pain over things for long periods of time, you know, uh, Robert with his autism and uh, different things. Um, uh, and that have just gone on and on and on. And 
they're not right. They're not right. And so God was ministering this to me about the stones in my life, the boulders in my life. Um, and if he's ministering to me, he's ministering to you. So this is not like, I mean, I know with all due respect to me, but I'm, this is about you. And I want you to take it for you because it is for you. Um, the boulders in our life that stand in the way of the life that's inside, but it's not appearing on the outside. It's not manifesting on the outside, right? And so, you know, in, in the resurrection, it's a picture, it's a prefigurement, right? Of kind of what God is doing. But in that, in the place where, wow, Jesus had already risen from the dead, right? All He'd already overcome death, hell, and the grave on behalf of all humanity. But if the boulder is still in the way, that life that's that was in the the cave, uh, the burial site, uh, the life that's in you is not expressed, is not seen. And so we still have the visage of death. We still have the visage of decay. We still have the visage of bondage and darkness, right? But, you know, Christ in you really is the hope of glory. Like, there, and, and it's a hope not to just kind of dangle in there. It's a hope to be realized because the love of God has already been shed abroad in our hearts. And so where hope deferred has made our hearts sick, right? There's sometimes um, the things in your life are so ugly and it's, it, it's, like, it's like it's rubbing your nose in it all the time, right? Until that's all you can see and smell <laughs> is the death, decay, um, the hopelessness, the bondage, um, and and God is light, he's life, and he's freedom, and he's that in abundance. He's that greater than the attack. You know, the first Adam didn't screw up the world greater than the second Adam uh, has come to redeem it, and this is where we're getting in the season. We're in the springtime season where we're starting to turn around, where the darkness um, and the death that's kind of all around us, we're looking and we're, we can start to smell life. We can start to smell resurrection. We can start to, and I, I just feel like it's such a prophetic season for us because we've had globally as a human community, um, we've had oppression, depression, war, rumors of war, death, decay, famine, you name it, all the crap rubbed in our nose, right? It is just in there everywhere you look. And so, wow, we have access. You know, we didn't disconnect from God. It's not like God like was taking a holiday or slumbering or was just disinterested or or impotent or not interested or distant or any of that mess. He's in us. He's one with us to bring us into that life more abundantly to the full till it overflows. Um, so let me just unpack some scriptures here just to help us, because I, I really believe um, this is not about a head thing. Um, I'm, I'm getting us, I'm preparing our hearts so we can actually receive and get the stones rolled away that are in our stony hearts, um, you know, where, where our hearts have become, you know, the cares of this world, the deceitful, the riches, the lust of other things have gotten in there and made us unfruitful, right? And made our ground stony and hard despite ourselves. Now, this is not because we're bad people. It's because maybe you just, oh my God, like maybe you've been beat up. Anybody been beat up out there? Okay. <laughs> so let's get some help. Okay. Um, so let's go to John 14, 6. I just wanted to put a little context here. So uh, this is where Thomas, I love Thomas. Don't you love Thomas? Do you know why I love Thomas? Because he was like, honestly doubting. <laughs> like he was like, I don't know. I, I'm not really buying it. And I think sometimes as good little Christians, we're like, well, no, I'm not. Doubt you know, yes, we are. <laughs> we are. And that's OK. We need ministry. You know, our job is to believe and God's job is to help us with our, our job. So any place where you've been so beaten down that your your believer is just kind of like got the oomph. Um, knocked out of it, like, right, where you've grown weary and well-doing, where your eyes have been, um, you know, you just what you've seen has just um, uh, 
oppressed you and and just beat the crap out of you. So um, so let's go. So Thomas said to him, Lord, um, we do not know where you are going and we do not know the way, right? So how do we know the way? So this is him right before the cross. And this is Jesus saying, I am the way, the truth, and the and the life. No one comes into the Father except through me. So you know what? Christ is the way. He's the truth. It's already been established. He's the, he's the life. And you know what? All the ways of, to the Father, all the ways to heaven, heaven in us, are through Christ and it's already been established, but we're entering the season where we celebrate the resurrection. We celebrate what Christ did on behalf of humanity. You know, this is not just for the good little ones who deserved it or whatever. We're all precious and beloved and deserving in the sense that we're his kids um, and not because of our performance. Um, but um, this is where this is ministered to us. And then later on, uh, Thomas is the one who was like, so, so Jesus revealed to him on the way, truth of life. Okay. No one comes to the father except through me. He revealed that. And then later on, he comes back the way, truth and the life having resurrected. And Thomas is struggling to believe like, I, I won't believe unless I put my finger in your, all that. Okay. And so, um, and so we get minutes. This is a ministry in our place where it's hard to believe, where we've grown weary in well-doing, where, um, you know, where where we've just grown dim and maybe dulled by all the onslaught of crap, um, just in our personal lives, in our global lives, whatever. And this is ministry to us. Because let me tell you something, nothing has changed. Like with all the crap that's come against you, all the crap that's come against humanity, nothing has changed in terms of God's position towards us. God is love and he is relentless at redeeming all things, all things. And let me tell you, his version of redemption is greater than our version. We would be like, yeah, that's good. I'm, I'm good here. And God is like, oh, honey, I've just gotten started, right? Because what is his, what is the standard? What is his standard? His standard is the way he planned before the foundation of the world that got hijacked. So any place that is like second Adam, that is like fallen. Okay, you know what? That doesn't get to have the last word, okay? Christ is the one that has the last word and he's the second Adam. And let me just say this, he's already come. Christ already came. I know he's coming back. I get that. But meanwhile, there is Holy Spirit in us who is doing this revolutionary work and is relentless at drawing all things to himself. And so we get to partake. We get to partake and hope does not disappoint because the love of God has already been shed abroad in our hearts. So much of my ministry is about the love of God, which is great because love never fails. But since that's a done deal, since that is a done deal, then hope does not disappoint. So where hope is disappointed, hope deferred has made your heart sick. Well, we just need ministry. What for a sick heart? Wow. Hallelujah. Our hearts can resurrect. Our sick hearts can be healed. Our, our stony hearts can be softened. This is not... Um, we're not talking so much about sin and doing something wrong. We're talking about maybe getting beaten up and maybe there is sin because that's part of the bondage. Um, but that's it's all there to be healed, whatever the problem is. And that's God's job. He is the healer. OK, he's the one who ministers that. Um, so let's go to uh, Isaiah 61. Uh, uh, I know everybody loves this verse. So yay, we get to partake again. Okay, so uh, verse one, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me. This is Christ. This is actually, um, good morning. This is Christ um, 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 uh, looking forward because uh, he had not come in the flesh. He just spoke it again in Luke four, because the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the humble, the ones that have been brought down low. Where have you been brought down low? Where have you been burdened? And I think sometimes we get so lulled with the um, the grind and the burdens and the not seeing um, the results that we are brought down low and we might may not even know it. We're like the frog that's been boiled so long. We just don't even know it. Um, and so um, uh, so he has brought good news to the humble. Hallelujah. You qualify. <laughs> good morning, Mary. Um, you qualify um, because I know there's been areas that you've been humbled 
And man, there is like good news. Hallelujah. Who needs some good news? We need like the holy, we need to disconnect from all the crapola news and reconnect from the good news because we've just get, get the, get the crap beaten out of us. Right. Um, uh, he sent me to bind up the brokenhearted. Christ was uh, prophetically sent here and then walked it out on planet earth. There are places where we've been brokenhearted in the place where you have loved ones um, that are, you know, um, they they're they're um, in bondage. Um, they they're they're there's brokenness. There's sickness and disease. There's infirmity in their minds, in their bodies and their whatever where you have had those. Um, and you've had to watch ugly things. You've had to watch um, a, a painful things. Um, this is, I know, Mary, um, you know what? God's healing you from that. So be encouraged where you've had to watch it and see it in front of you. There's a broken hearted. Good morning, Anissa. Yay. I'm so glad to see you. Um, there's a broken hearted, like where we see people spinning out, people we love spinning out or in pain or we're spinning out or we're in pain or we're depressed or we're whatever uh, in poverty. These are wrong. And this is wrong or wrong, wrong. Death is wrong. Okay. So God is something to say about that. Um, so we, Christ was sent to bind up our broken hearts. When your heart is broken, it is not pumping correctly to proclaim a release to the captives. So where have you been held in captivity? Mary, you're talking about pride, the captivity of pride. That's bondage, right? Um, I mean, you know, you pick a card, any card, because we have so many, but where we've been captive, I mean, Robert has autism. This is a captivity, right? Um, freedom from prisoners. You know, it's interesting. The captives are held bondage by something that have overtaken them. Uh, their captors have captivated. So, you know, in the areas where we have just been held captive and we've been accosted and we're held captive, where we're, we're, where we're prisoners, prisoners, you know, the, the, the locking is on the inside. We lock, we unlock, uh, in the place where we have been, um, held prisoners to proclaim the favorable year of the, the Lord. You know what? You already have God's favor. We're not waiting to get it. You already have it. We're not trying to earn it. You got it because you're his son and you're his daughter. And every place that has a hard time believing that needs to be healed. That's part of the captivity. And that's part of uh, the bondage. Uh, and I love this. The day of vengeance of our God. Oh, my God. The vengeance of God is such a happy thing. Let me just help you with that. That's not because um, the sinful people get theirs. And the unsinful people, right? We're all sinful in some ways. Why sinful? We are relating to ourselves with fallen ways of being, but we're all his children without spot or blemish before him that are sick and need to be healed. Okay, so his vengeance is against what has accosted us. Well, you know what? Um, um, death, hell, and the grave. Uh, ways where the 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 hemartia, the hemartia, the the uh, sinful principle has held us captive and in bondage. God is all about vengeance. Don't mess with his kids. Okay. Do not mess with his kids. He's all about that. He's all about anything that holds you captive against life more abundantly to the full till it overflows. He's not um, there to, to kick butt and take names of his kids. Why were his kids? But he is there to heal us and he is there to hold us accountable where we're not operating in accordance with love, which is our nature. We're made in the image and likeness of God to comfort all who mourn. Where are the places that have been so grief stricken that maybe are still grieving that have been stuck in grief? We know there's something about the comfort of God that just heals like I'm okay. That never should have happened um, or that should have happened, but didn't happen. And, but I'm okay now. I'm okay. Right. And it's just supernatural to grant those who mourn in Zion, giving them a garland instead of ashes. There's a decoration. There's a, um, there's something to grace you instead of something to pollute you with destruction and death, right? The oil of gladness instead of mourning, right? Where, you know, we're not trying to like, sometimes as, as good Christians, we try to work it up. Anybody try to work it up before? Okay, 
this is the day, you know, and we're like, and we're like, we're trying to work it up something that's not on the inside. Now, sometimes it's totally great to prime the pump. And so we're, we're doing that because the Lord is leading us to, and we're not feeling like it in our emotions. And then we break through. So that's okay. But we're not trying to work a formula. We're not trying to, um, to, to, to put on church face. Okay. Um, the cloak of praise instead of a disheartened spirit. Where has your spirit been disheartened? Well, he's there to put the heart in that. He's there to encourage you. And it says, so they will be called oaks of righteousness. There's something about an oak that is solid, right? That knows and is something righteous where, um, where, where the things that are of death, the things that are of bondage, the things that are of darkness have been just burst through. And there's the righteousness. This is God's righteous vengeance against the things that molest his kids. Okay. He's not against any of his kids, even the ones that are acting in accordance with the demonic, in accordance with the, he's not against them. He's against the demonic, the devil, but he's not against the kids. He's there to pull them out of that, right? The planting of the Lord. Now, who planted? You've been planted. You're that that oak that's been planted by streams of, of, of living water, right? That bears fruit in season, whose leaf does not wither. Whatever you shall do shall prosper. There's a prospering that he's bringing uh, there um, that he may be glorified. When the Lord is glorified, we're glorified, right? We have to understand as the Lord is, the Lord's, the Lord's already glorified. So let's just be clear. He's not like, um, uh, you know, uh, lacking glory. He's already been glorified, but that glory is being unveiled um, to us. And then the glory of him being unveiled to us causes us to be unveiled in glory so that they would rebuild the ancient ruins. There have been things that have been waylaid in your life that are ancient, that are generational. Let's just face it. It goes back to the first Adam there these are ancient but um but we as the ones that have been sinned against you didn't sign up to be born in a fallen world right you were just born well like, listen if 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 you were didn't sign up to be born in the fallenness of the world wow there is a grace that overcomes that that is greater than the first adam and all the fall and what the first adam and all the fall means in your life there's a grace to overcome that and then you get to partner in that as you are uh being restored as you are being redeemed as you are being freed as the as as, as the darkness in your life is being um as being transformed by the light as as the as the bondage has been being being transformed into freedom right as all of that's being hap has happening then you get to partner and help rebuild the ruin not only in your life, but in others' life. This is the manifestation of the sons and daughters of God, where we're manifested in glory because we're seeing the one resurrected, the one who is glorified. We're seeing him. And as we're seeing him and engaging with him, we are being transfigured from glory to glory to glory. They will raise up the formal devastations. Wow. Ding to ding ding. Where is their devastation in your life? A devastation on behalf of humanity and repair the ruined cities, the death Isolations of many uh, generations. And so I'm just saying, let's take this down to uh, something a little more personal. So in all of our lives, right? Um, it says, guard your heart with all diligence for out of it are the issues of life. And let me just say this. Um, let me just help us. <laughs> We have issues. We have issues that we've partnered with that are our fault, our responsibility. And we have issues that waylaid us, um, that were Im imposed upon us that are not our fault. So where do we, where, where are we empowered um, in that? It's in the era of our hearts. Out of your hearts will stream forth the issues of life. So where are our issues that need resurrection, that need that personal resurrection? Well, I mean, I, I can't tell you what your issues are, but I, I, the Lord is there to um, reveal to you what are the areas in your heart where maybe your heart's grown dull, okay? 
because maybe it's gotten the crap beaten out of it, okay? Or maybe you've you've been rebellious or uh, whatever, um, where you know where you've just been uh, distracted, uh, where there's 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 thorns and and stones in your heart by um, by by the distraction of things, the, 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 the deceitfulness of riches, the lust for other things, the cares of life where you've gotten that build up, right? So your heart is not functioning properly. Your heart is not seeing properly. Your heart needs to be healed. He's not there to condemn your heart. Um, he's there to heal your heart. Um, and so, uh, so that's where our hearts have become stony. And as I was kind of engaging with the Lord and just pain points for myself, the Lord was ministering to me this morning. Yay, sorry, I get to minister to you. Isn't that great? Um, uh, about like these boulders in my life that are not my fault. Um, and even if they were my fault, I need help getting past my fault, okay, um, that have been in my life. And it's just a boulder of having to see things that were um, that. And he was talking, he was saying, Catherine, I am rolling away the boulders. I am rolling away the things that you can't roll away in and of yourself. He said, this is, this is, um, this is supernaturally empowered. Like if you could do it, you would have done it, but you can't do it apart from him. You can do no dang thing. So we're doing nothing apart from him, but in the boulders that have hidden the power and the glory, the transfer that, that transformative rock the world, redeeming the world, that power that raised Jesus from the dead, that's been hidden where death has, has made a shroud over your life. Um, where, where sin has, has sickened your life and fallen ways of being have messed with your life. Good morning, Martha. Um, so glad to see you. What do you just say? Amen. He's always about redeeming restoration relationships. Absolutely. All of that. Um, where that's a thing for you. He's got boulders he wants to roll away, but he he's he's the one to get you there from here. So let's go to Matthew 28, uh, verse one. It says, now after the Sabbath, this is after Jesus was, um, was crucified. So, you know, all was lost basically, right? So, hey, Laura, how, good to see you. Hi, Jenny. Um, Oh, I don't, I don't know what to call you, but hi, <laughs> sorry. Um, anyway, thanks. Thanks guys for joining. So it was after the Sabbath, after Christ had been crucified, all was lost. Can you imagine like that? Just like, what, what was that? I'm trying to close something, but it's not closing. Okay. Forget it. <laughs> okay. Um, as it began to dawn. Okay. So, you know what? One thing to realize, as it began to dawn, do you realize that in every catastrophe, of the human race, every catastrophe in your life, um, there is a dawn. I remember and there were times in my life when, you know, I had been so hit, um, so hit hard. And I was so angry that there was a new dawn. It felt like this is so huge. How dare there be another dawn, right? <laughs> um, well, I'm so glad there was, but that's just how it was in my little egotistical mind, right? Um, and but there's a new dawn. His tender mercies are renewed every way. So he's merciful and gracious. It's all about the goodness of God and his bestowing on you every place where we can't help ourselves. We don't have faith to believe ourselves out of a paper bag. Right. Um, as it uh, began to dawn towards the first day of the week. Uh, so the first day of the week is also a new beginning, a new beginning. Mary Magdalene and the other Mary came to look at the tomb. And behold, okay, so this is important. Um, we, this is a beholding. Let's behold what God is rolling away. A severe earthquake had occurred and the angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled away the stone. See, there's a rolling away of the stones in your life where your heart has gotten stony, where your heart has been so oppressed under the weight that it's not functioning, where hope has been deferred and your heart is sick. You do realize after that verse that that when when the, when the hope is revealed, it is a tree of life. Okay, I'm just saying that. So when the desire is fulfilled, there are desires that are good desires. You're not wrong for wanting the things that you want. I'm having issues, but don't mind me. <laughs> okay, sorry. So, um, so, and what is this? This is, this is God 
to roll the angelic realm, to roll away those stones, to help prepare your heart to see and engage with um, and and uh, and be glorified in the wake of the resurrection that the Lord has in your life. Um, and so and so this is the angels that ascended and descended. So they've descended to the place where your stone is, where that stony part of your heart is to roll it away because you can't roll it away. What do you need? Just engage with the Lord. Just ask the Lord here. What needs to be rolled away in my heart that I can't roll away? I can't do it. What needs to be rolled away? What needs to be, what what hardness in my heart needs to be softened that I can't force my heart to soften? What thorns and thistles have grown up in my heart probably because I've allowed um, other crap to get in? Oh, forgive me for that. And I forgive myself What that have come into my heart. So my heart is not beating properly. My heart's not good ground to receive. There's seeds in my heart, but they're not really sprouting. It looks like death. It looks like it's dried and it's caked. It's hard. It's whatever. What needs to be rolled away? I'm going to pause here because I want you to ask that question uh, to yourself. And I will um, tell you what the Lord's shown me for me just because it's good. <laughs> but I want you to ask the Lord, what needs to be rolled away? What is the hardness that needs to be softened? What are the thorns and thistles that need to be removed in my heart? Jesus, I just thank you for enlightening the eyes of our understanding so that your sons and daughters know the hope of your calling, the glories of the riches in them and themselves as your riches and your mighty power towards them. And I thank you for helping them to see, to hear, to sense. This is your time with the Lord, for the Lord to help you there. Thank you, Jesus. I just got a Jesus thing. So hallelujah. Hmm. And while the Lord is ministering to you, you can ignore me. But for those of you who would be helpful, what he's been ministering to me is just having to see, and um, this is particularly about my son, Robert, having to see my my Robert uh, since the age of two, he's 17 now with this going from bad to worse autism piece and all the, the spin out of that. And just other things of my kids that have not manifested. This is like a mother's heart. Um, and, you know, seeing my husband having to apply for so many jobs and blah, blah, not just what that's done to him. And just the, the hits, having to see the hits on our family that have just been relentless and ongoing and have not um, uh, uh, eased up and just the hardness of that. That's the stone that has led to the grief that has led to the brokenhearted and just him rolling away that stone because that's, what's blocking the resurrection inside what you have seen that you shouldn't have seen what you haven't seen that you should have seen. Those are the stones that he wants to roll away. Yeah. And let him minister that to you because the angel of the Lord can descend right into that place of in your heart, that hellish place in your heart. I'm not talking about eternal conscious torment. I'm talking about where you're experiencing hell in the yucky here and now. Okay. Um, has, can, has descended in that and can roll away. Father, I just thank you for the rolling of the way of the stones, the softening of the hardness of the unbelief, of what you haven't seen that you should have seen, of what you have seen that you shouldn't have seen, of, of the thorns and thistles, the things that have grown up that just need to be pruned out, of the rocks that need to be pruned out. I thank you for rolling those things away. Thank you, Father. Um, and then the next part is where we get to see the Lord. In verse three, and his appearance was like lightning and his clothes, clothing was as white as snow. So then you see the resurrected Lord, the one who's already conquered death, hell and the grave for you on your behalf. It's personal. It's all humanity, but it's personal. 
And I, I thank you for, for that, um, that glory that is unveiled. This is the glorious risen one that's unveiled as your stones are risen away. In that place of the what's your hellish experiences, there is the risen one. There is Christ in you, the hope of glory that is beaming on you. And he's fully glorious. He's fully transfigured. He's already overcome death hell in the grave on your behalf. He's already overcome that. And this is him and you face to face. This isn't you encountering Christ, the one who loved you and was so about you that he was unwilling to do without you and unwilling to leave you alone in the hellish ways of being that you have experienced and that you are experiencing. This is you face to face. And as you look to him, he is transfiguring and he's asking you, um, what would you have me roll away? that is preventing you from seeing me face to face some of you would shame some yeah i'm getting a big shame um i'm getting a big shame the downcast and i thank you for ugh, shame was never yours even where you've behaved in shameful years that is not you and that gets to be rolled away. Shame does not protect you. Shame does not cover you. What ways of being have you held on to to protect yourself? And I think a lot of us, it's been uh, doubt and unbelief. Doubt and unbelief. Good morning, Andre. It's so good to see you. To see you. Doubt and unbelief that we have held on to to protect us because we didn't step, want to step out and believe and be disappointed again. Who disappointment, I think. Yeah, as some of us have held on to, he wants to roll that away. Thank you, Father, for the things that you haven't seen and should have seen. Yeah, and there's a, as some of us have held on to um, kind of an accusation. Let's just be honest. It's, it's, it's okay. It's safe. An accusation towards the Lord like you didn't, um, you haven't. Um, uh, and, and, uh, you let me, you let it happen, all of that. There's an accusation, um, and he wants that to be rolled away, uh, you to release that as well. Uh, yeah, these are sort of self protectors that we've done in order. And I, I know I'm talking to you with my eyes closed and I'm sorry about that, but it just helps me see better. So, <laughs> so I love you. I want to see well for you. Um, so these are some of the things that the Lord is, um, is sort of um, convicting us of, not, not condemning. He's not a condemner, but these things have shrouded him. And, and, and because he's been shrouded in our lives and how we've seen him has been shrouded in our lives, we've not been able to partake. And some of this has been our fault and some of it's not been our fault. And it's kind of irrelevant either way because he wants to heal it all. Okay. So what has been, so what is shrouding God? Um, uh, some of us have been so, some of us, a lot of the religious crap um, that shrouds us, um, shrouds him from us. But he, he wants you to see him face to face. Thank you. Some of you, uh, it's the I can't see. Yeah. Can I just call you out on that? That's crap. I love you. <laughs> just because you haven't seen doesn't mean you can't see. Um, just because you haven't seen, hear, sense, heard, felt the Lord, um, because that's just dullness. So you were made to see. Right. So I love you. Let's just call ourselves out on our crap. It's OK, because that crap needs to be cleansed so that we can actually see. See here, since just because you haven't doesn't mean you can't. So allow him. I, I just see that in that. He's just um, daubing that away. He's like he's got this white um, cloth. Um, it's so soft. And he's just cleansing that away, cleansing the crap away. <laughs> I love it. 
Uh, what else, Jesus, is uh, preventing your sons and daughters? That needs to be rolled away. That needs to be washed away. That needs to be cleansed away. That it's yours to do. Hey, listen, it's the first day of spring. Life is sprouting. Life more abundant to the full that it overflows. Uh, some of you have seen God as kind of impotent, like the the cancer and the autism, the the poverty, the lack, um, the um, you know the the drug habit, the um, alcoholism, the I don't know, pick a card, any card, the the pain that you've not been able to get over, like somehow God seems impotent or less than or not as big as that. Death seems greater than life. Um, that darkness seems greater than 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 um, than light. That bondage seems greater than freedom that what you haven't experienced seems greater than the potential of experiencing and he's wiping all that away um he's wiping all of that away he's cleansing all of that away i see some of you he's kind of sucking it out like a toxin i love it and um, those lies that have like he's like not present that he's not big enough that he is distant that he doesn't care that somehow your sin is like a um like disqualifies you like that's why he can't that's what qualifies you, right our humanity in our sinful ways of being somehow is what qualifies us to be redeemed um, so this is not about your performance. It's about his. He's the one that rolls away the stone. He's the one that softens the heart. We cooperate and let him do that. He's the one that gives us eyes to see. He's the one that fixes our lenses so we can see him as the risen Lord, high and lifted up. And then us high and lifted up in him because that's what he did on behalf of humanity. There is nothing that disqualifies you. Um, um, let me just read my next verse here. Um, I was wondering why. Okay, hold on. Uh, okay, I love this. Okay, so this is which brings me to my next verse. Thank you, Jesus, for connecting the dot there. Uh, Matt and Mark's uh, 16, 2 through 4, New American Standard. It says, On very early the first day of the week, they came to the tomb where the sun had risen. Okay, so this is the tomb. This is where death reigns in your life. This is personal. We're doing this personally. This is where death reigns. This is where bondage reigns. This is where depression reigns. This is where, um, uh, um, uh, you know, offense reigns, just whatever hellish component reigns, darkness reigns. Okay, that's your tomb. Uh, and so coming to the place of the tomb and they were saying to one another, who will roll away the stone from the entrance of the tomb for us? This is where you can't help yourself. This is where you can't believe yourself out of a paper bag. This is where apart from him, you can do no dang thing, nothing, right? And looking up, they noticed the stone had been rolled away. Who had rolled away the stone in in um, in Matthew 28, verse 2? It says, Behold, an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled away the stone. This is a divine thing to roll away. I speak the stones rolling away in your life so you can see the risen Lord. Light, life, more abundantly to the full till it overflows and looking up, they notice the stone. Look up, the stone is rolled away. And I love it, for it was extremely large. So in your life, these things are extremely large. Don't be condemned. Maybe it's condemnation that is your stone, that you're being condemned. Like, who can lay a charge against God's elected? It's God who justifies. Who is he that condemns? Do not be condemned. Don't condemn yourself. Okay, don't party to that. That is that is Diablos. That's the accuser of the brethren. Don't party. Don't don't party to that for someone else. This is where the heretic hunters are really jacked up. Because the bottom line is, I'm not saying that we're that we shouldn't like be in truth. I'm just saying that's not your job. Okay, uh, it, we're not there to point fingers. That's what the enemy does. We're there to point to Christ. And then Holy Spirit in us, if there's conviction, he's the one to convict, okay? So this is Christ in us, the hope of glory, these places of our uh, our stone. So Father, I just thank you. I'm just going to pray. Mm. Yeah. For each and every one watching, each and every one that will watch. Yeah, there are some of you, oh my God, this hope deferred is so big. I, I just see your eyes dull your heart dull. 
but this is not you. This is not you where you've been beaten down forever. It seems like for what hasn't happened that should have happened. What has happened that shouldn't have happened. Wow. I thank you for rolling away the stone for rolling away the stones. I just release that freedom. Wow. There's such peace coming up and I'm seeing these stones being rolled away for you. And you notice there's a rolling of the stone. You start to see first there's light that breaks through, right? But God is not a little dab God. He's not a living little dab God. He wants to encounter you face to face. No shame, no shame. And you, you can look in Papa's face, no shame because you're clean. Do not call what God has cleansed um, uh, defiled, right? Do not call unclean what God has said is clean. And I'm telling you, that's what he's telling to a lot of you who feel the unclean, okay? Do not call yourself unclean. You may have engaged in unclean. You may to be, oh, good, I got this away. Um, hi, Susie, good to say God gave me this this morning. There is more to this life than the struggle. Hallelujah. Jesus is the answer. Thank you, Susie. You're so right on, girl. Um, and so um, so rolling away that stone, there's light and it pierces forth, but then it continues because he wants you to see him fully face to face. This is not a partial redemption. This is not a little dab will do. This is the redemption of the Lord who is redeeming all things to himself. This is the spring. This is where in, in, in what looks dead, you know, we are, I was walking with Brian and we were uh, my husband, Brian, um, and um, and we were like noticing uh, and, and Robert and Veronica, and we were noticing yesterday all these like dead, like dead tree, dead tree, dead tree, dead tree, dead tree. And we're like thinking like, OK, so are those dead? You know, they sure look dead. And there was no little butt on. There was nothing. Right. And so and, and it's like God is saying, oh, my goodness, do not let the shroud of death that stone shroud the life that's inside. And so he gets to roll away those stones. He gets to roll away the blindness in our sight and give us vision and eyes to see. He roll, He's rolling away the stones of our hardness where maybe we have a chip on our shoulder against God because it didn't seem like you showed up. We maybe need to forgive God. Um, I know he hasn't sinned, but sometimes it's felt like that. And that is a stone in your heart. We need to forgive ourselves or we have compromised. Forgive yourself already. God has forgiven you. Let yourself off the hook. Let him heal you. Uh, forgive um, the people that are that are participating in killing, stealing, and destroying. Forgive them. Why? They know not what they do. I mean, they may know they're killing, stealing, and destroying, but they don't really know what that is. They don't really know, my God, uh, you're, you're the one. I was never meant intended to partner with this. All of that. Um, release it, release it, release it. Thank you, Father, for the release. I see a lot of releasing going on. Um, a lot of, uh, I have this vision in, in, in your hearts. There's just this releasing and this pulling out and in the pulling out of these stony and hard places, I'm just seeing this, um, the, this, this living water start to pour forth and guard your heart with all things because out of it are the issues of your heart. And sometimes let me just help you where you've tried to guard your heart. You just got blindsided, right? You know, I, I, you couldn't have guarded against it because bam, it just hit you. And it is just the crap of life, right? That hits you and you got blind. So, you know, no condemnation. Hi, Mar. Oh, sorry, Maxine. Sorry. I misread your name. Let me get, what is this? Sorry. I've got some things going on here. Oh, what? No. Okay. I'm sorry. I got stuff going on. Hold on. I have no idea why this is here. Okay. Hold on. Okay. Sorry. We have issues. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm having issues. Don't mind me. Um, so <laughs> real time, uh, life more abundantly to the full till it overflows. That's what the Lord has for you. But I see this pouring forth in our hearts of these. It's just pouring forth, pouring forth, pouring forth life more abundantly to the full till it overflows.
And this is fullness. This is fullness. This is fullness. This is fullness. This is glory. This is glory. This is glory. This you see you seeing him and him seeing you. You seeing him and him seeing you. You seeing him and him seeing you. And as 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 you see him and he sees you, he's transfiguring. This is not about just him being transfigured. This is about you being transfigured because this is where, where creation is released from its bondage. This is where there's bondage in your life. There's the creative realm in your life that's under bondage and that is being released and ministered to. This is greater than you. This is greater than me. This is God himself. This is God himself and he will have his way. He will have his way, but let's cooperate with him now in the place where he, he is having his way um, and just yielding to what he's doing. Because I'm just seeing in this in this um, this streaming forth process that the streaming forth in and of itself helps give way, helps helps all the 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 rocks and the crap that's in our hearts to be cleansed. It's like, it's this, it's just, it's, it's, it's just bursting forth. So there's this cleansing power, this cleansing power that you're being cleansed from, from, from uh, death, from sickness and disease, from um, uh, uh, perversion. There's a perversion and, and I'm just talk about sexual, but sexual as well, but just how we've thought in these perverted ways, how we've seen God and seen other people in perverted, twisted ways where we've been we've sat on the seat of judgment he's 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 cleansing that we're to keep us out of the seat of judgment not just judgment towards uh god or judgment towards others but also judgment towards ourselves that is unholy and he's saying no and so he's cleansing it he's pulling those thieves uh, those thistles uh, and thorns that have grown up in the soil of our hearts. He's cleansing those out so we can be fertile. So the seeds that he have been planted, there have been good seeds that have been planted in your life. Good seeds, holy seeds, God seeds. So that can spring forth the healing, the restoration, the redemption, the freedom, um, the deliverance, all of it all of it that he has for you that is springing forth. It is springing forth. It is springing forth. That's that life more abundant. No, he has more. So let's keep going. Life more abundant to the full till it overflows. Just yield to his process. Yield to his process. Yes, this is for you. Someone is like, is this for me? Yes, this is for you. Absolutely. It is for you. Oh my goodness. It is for you. Oh my, oh my. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, it's a divine yes. Oh my goodness, it's the passion of the Lord that what will he withhold from you? That he that spared not his only son, how shall he freely not with him give us all things? How shall he freely not with him give us all things? All things, all things, life more abundant to the full till it overflows. He is not withholding anything. He is not withholding anything from you. There is no withholding. Good morning, Maura. There is no withholding. No withholding, no withholding, no withholding. I feel like I just, I just, I will say it until I'm not supposed to say, there is no withholding from you. There is no holding back from you. It is already a yes. He's looking for your amen. Everything that has been, I, I just see us, we're so constipated. I can say that I'm a doctor. It is okay. Nobody, nobody, but we are constipated. And let me tell you where we're all backed up. What happens when we're backed up in that way? We have all sorts of toxicity. Um, and, and, and so those toxins are being removed and those toxins are, they're, they're, they've been poisoning us. These are the poison of lies, the poison of what we've been seeing. We, we felt like what we've seen has dictated truth. No, he is the way, the truth and the life. He gets to dictate himself. He gets to dictate his plans, his life, his, his abundance. His life more abundant till the full till it overflows. And so we're entering into this overflowing, this overflowing, this overflowing. I'm seeing addictions. I'm seeing addictions. Um, I'm seeing addictions. I'm seeing people in deep, 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 deep bondage. People that are so un in bondage, they don't even know which way is up. But I'm seeing he's ministering to that too. He's ministering life. I speak life to those people. I speak light to those people. I say, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. You are a son of God. You are a daughter of God. You are a son of God. You are a daughter of God. You are a son of God. You are a daughter of God. He's withholding nothing from you. He is withholding nothing from you. Your sin does not disqualify you. Your sin does not disqualify you. Your sin does not disqualify you.
You are a son. You are a daughter. This is inheritance. This is him. This is him. This is his. Do not deny him. Do not disqualify yourself. You are not condemned. There is no shame. There is no shame. There is no condemnation. There in your inability, he is your ability. In your weakness, he is your strength. Life more abundant to the full till it overflows. He's not with, with withholding. He's not denying. And there's nothing. He's not looking for a hoop for you to jump through. There is no hoop. He jumped through the hoops for you. He jumped through the hoops for you. He jumped through the hoops for humanity. We could not help us in our sinful way of being, in our sinful ways of being. You are not sinful, but your ways of being suck. They are sinful. And so are mine. So let's just, you know, just be real. <laughs> they suck because they keep us in and fallen ways of being that are not who we are, that are not who we are. And I'm reminding you who you are right now. You are not shameful. You are not shameful. You are not less than. You are not less than. Oh, thank you, Jesus. There is no condemnation. I just see him. He's just cleansing all that crap, all that crap. Everything you haven't seen, that unbelief, he's ministering to the unbelief. Thank you, Jesus. I believe, help my unbelief. Thank you. He's ministering to the unbelief. More, 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 more. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. He's just ministering to that. Yes, yes, yes. And I just hear him saying, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. It is not your fault. It is not your fault. Thank you, Jesus. Just cleansing, 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 cleansing. Yes, these are the stones. These are the hardness of heart. Uh, these are the thorns and the thistles that he's cleansing and moving away so that what well, we have been spiritually constipated, <laughs> uh, we are no longer backed up, right? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Life more abundant to the full till it overflows. Thank you, Jesus. Father, I just thank you for continuing to minister to your sons, to your daughters, right where they're at. Darkness, 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 darkness. Yeah, he's there to minister to the darkness. He's there to minister to the torment. Oh, my goodness. He's there to minister to the fear, to the torment, to the condemnation. Break that off your sons and daughters. Thank you, Father. No more. No, mm -mm. no, we're not doing it. We're not having it. All those voices that are lay, laying a charge to God's elect, we're not having it. All those, the, that, those fears, those anxieties, that death that is breathing down your neck, the demonic, whatever you call that construct, constructs that are breathing down your neck. I command that off. It is the day of deliverance in Jesus' name. It is the day of deliverance in Jesus' name. It is the day of deliverance. All the darkness gone. All the darkness gone, all the impossibility gone, all the lack gone, all the limitations gone. It is life more abundant to the full till it overflows. He keeps on having me say that because if it's not that, then he, there's more. There's more to be ministered. There's more. I'm telling you, this is not, this is like, it's it's breakthrough time. It is breakthrough time. It's always been breakthrough time, but he's here to minister breakthrough. He's there here to minister breakthrough. He is here to minister breakthrough because that those those stones are rolling off uh, the, the rate limiting step. The limiting is, is a condition of our hearts, no condemnation. So don't be condemned to roll that off, to roll that off, to roll that off, to cleanse it, to cleanse our eyes, to cleanse our minds. I, I I'm seeing, um, I'm seeing a bondage. I'm seeing, it's almost like these bands of bondage across, uh, across people's minds where darkness has held them in bondage. I see that breaking off. I speak of breaking off of all those bands across people's minds where they can't see, where they can't see, where they can't even think. I see that breaking off in Jesus name. I just hear him say, this is the day of deliverance. It wasn't like an appointed time. It's always been an appointed time. It's just a time it's being ministered now. So grab a hold, grab a hold, grab a hold. If you hear the six months later, grab a hold. If you hear this in five minutes, grab a hold right now. Grab a hold. It is a day of deliverance. It is a day. Let it minister to you. Let it minister to you. Let it minister to you. I see bondages breaking off. 
bondage is breaking off 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 no there's no one who's not in we're all in we are all in we are all in we are all in for the bondages to be broken you are in you pre-qualify if you've ever had a bondage if you've ever had a, a sinful way of being if that's ever been a thing for you you are in and it's time for the bondage to be breaking off the limitations in our minds, the limitations in our hearts, the limitations where we're not saying yes and amen, or where we're saying yes and amen, but we're not feeling the yes and amen. This is an inside out work. This is a rolling away the stones in us, in us. You're beautiful. You're without spot or blemish. You are, be you are beautiful and you are without spot or blemish. This is how God sees you. This is how God sees you. He is not confused. We're confused, but, but in the places we're confused, we do ugly things uh, that have spots and blemishes. I get it, but that's just the condition of the human race. But you, you are beautiful. You are his son. You are his daughter. You are worthy because he said you are worthy. So just receive life more abundant to the full total. Just receive it. Just receive it. It's rolling away the stones. It's rolling away all the crap in our heart that have prevented us. Hi there. I'm so glad. Yay. Hi, hi, hi Silva. I'm so glad you're joining from Brazil. Um, this is rolling that away for you. This is a cleansing. We're getting like detoxified. I, I think it's so funny that God is like brought in the constipation thing because we get so toxic then right so you know i love it we get to roll away all the scabola right all the scabola which is hebrew for refuse uh poop whatever you want to call it it's rolling away you're being cleansed we're getting a we're getting a holy ghost enema hallelujah i vote for it <laughs> all of it we need that cleansing we need that cleansing we need the cleansing of our eyes we need the the, the brokenness of the fractures of our of, of our filter to be healed, our perspectives, our lenses to be healed, our hearts to be healed, the boulders moved away, the stones and the thistles and the hardness uh, to be removed. This is it. This is for you. This is for you. Don't wait for revival. You just, this is your personal revival. He's reviving you. This is his move for you. Receive his move for you. This is for you. You are not disqualified. This is for you. I don't care how many times it hasn't happened. This is for you. I don't care what what hasn't happened that should have happened this is for you i don't care what has happened that shouldn't have happened this is for you this is god's redemptive power this is for you this is life from the dead this is pulling out this is your resurrection we're not waiting for you so we wait for nothing god is not waiting and he's saying yes join in join in join in join in yes all may come all may come all may come so just come this is your time this is your time this is your time. Receive it as your time. It's not a preset time because he never did have a no. It's just your time when you're engaging with it now. So just receive it. Just receive it. Just receive it. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. More, 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 more. Yes, Father. I have no idea what these, I've got all these weird things coming up. So what is this? Okay. Hmm. Sorry. I'll get back here. I'm just having weird notifications and I really do value, um, Okay. I really do value what you have to share. <laughs> so Father, thank you. Uh, yeah, because we're engaging this together. This I'm not let this is not me preaching at you. Oh my goodness. This is me ministering to you. Um, this is but but we're engaging. This is a back and forth engagement. And I thank you, Father, for it. I thank you, Father, for it. I thank you, Father, for it. I have more, more. Thank you. 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 More. There's 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 more. He's telling you there's more. He's telling you there's more. A little dab is not going to do. A little dab is not going to redeem the waste places of many generations. Thank you, Father. Yes, Father. One complete whole as you, Father. Absolutely more. Preach it, girl. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Oh, wow. Okay. Father, what, what else do you have for your sons and your daughters? Yeah. He's just telling me to tell you this is for you. This is for you. This is for you. So grab a hold of it. We're not waiting. We're not waiting. You don't need to wait. You don't need to wait. This is for you. 
life more abundant to the full till it overflows. If you join just kind of later on the chat, that's totally fine. Uh, if you're watching this later, um, this is for you. Hallelujah. God is eternal. These are his eternal purposes. So just receive it. You don't need to jump through any hoops. Uh, he's just wanting you to remind you, you do not need to jump through any hoops. This is him ministering to you purely, purely because he loves you. Because he loves you. Because he loves you. And nothing can separate you from the love of God. Nothing, nothing, except in your mind. So that's what he's healing. He's healing the crap in your mind. He's healing the stones and the boulders in your mind, in your heart, right? That's what separates you functionally. So he's functionally removing those. That's what this is about. That's what this is about. That's what this is about. So this is why you're being prepared for resurrection because he's resurrecting things that are dead and broken and in darkness and in bondage. And what's what what's what's uh, blocked that is all of our all of our crap. It has to filter through us, but that's okay. He can heal that too. That's what he's healing. That's what he's healing. And you get to be transfigured. Oh my goodness. This is a trans, trans transfiguration of the sun, the manifestation, the transfiguration, the unveiling, whatever you want to call it, of the sons and daughters of God of the sons and daughters of God. This is you being transfigured. This is you being transfigured. This is in your life because that you speak to the created realm. The created realm was meant to serve you, not to put you in bondage. It was meant to serve you. This is where, this is why the created realm is so unhappy. It's in bondage because it's not able to serve you. And you are not, let me just say this, as a, as a son and daughter of God, you're not a little tyrant. You're not a selfish, ego-driven me, me, me thing. No, you're a son and daughter of God created the image and likeness of, uh, of love and love is other giving. Love is other giving. So it's safe to let creation serve you because you're other giving. You're there to serve. Thank you, Father. We have always been since before the foundation of the world, sons and daughters of God. Hallelujah, right? This is revealing who you've always been. You've always been Papa's heart. You've always been that, all that in a bag of chips. You're not trying to get there. You're being unveiled and you're being healed in the places that haven't been in agreement and if that have been in unbelief that this is glory this is glory this is glory this is your glory and his glory towards you and him revealing his glory which is his goodness and and his goodness what does he withhold from you not a dang thing he that spared not his only son shall he not freely with us give us all things he's withholding nothing from you and you're good and you're good enough you're good enough. You're good because you look just like him. And let him heal the places that are, aren't acting, that don't know that and aren't acting like that. In Jesus' name. Awesome. Love you guys. Have an amazing day. Bye. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Perspectives with Catherine Toon. For additional information and resources, please visit catherinetoon.com.